Welcome to Men in Confidence Sharing, where we, the men of a certain age, share our thoughts, ideas, and opinions in confidence. Today, uh, this is Tony, the host for today, and we are joined by Terrence, Sean, and Rhino. Okay, so we're going to go one by one and just say hello to everyone. So hello, Terrence. What's going on? How's everybody doing? Hello, Sean. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. And hello, Rhino. And hello, Rhino. We can't hear you. Good evening, everyone. Glad to be here with you. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. So the subject of today is let's talk about friends. How many of us have them? Friends. <laughs> Once we can depend on. Okay. <laughs> I could not resist that. I'm sorry. Okay. So we're going to talk Gotta about friends. Had to do it. Had to do it. What makes a good one? What makes a bad one? How friendships can last for decades. So we're going to talk about, let's start with the question on what do you view as good qualities in yourself being a friend? What qualities in you make you a good friend? Okay. That is an interesting way to take this to, from jump. And since I'm talking, I'm going to go ahead and do what I usually do. Run long, run headlong into this. So here we go. Go Barry Sanders. What <laughs> makes me a good friend? Sometimes I wonder why you guys are even friends with me. And I've come to appreciate the fact that you all accept me as I am, flaws and imperfections. And I would have to say that that's what makes me a good friend. I accept you guys as you are. Flaws, differences, quirks, unique personality, strong beliefs, whatever. And even in areas where we may not agree, it's cool. We can agree to disagree. And it's not like, I hate you. We don't agree. This ain't going to work. Okay, okay. I I personally would think that... Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you guys have an echo. I did. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, I think um, um, a quality that I um, find within myself is um, loyalty. I want to say loyalty to um, a friend, meaning um, someone I, someone that can be trusted with information. Um, like Terrence said, regardless of what it is, someone that can be trusted, someone can that can be dependent upon. So if Terrence was to message me out of the blue, hey, real quick, I need 50 bucks. Can you help me out? If I have 50 bucks, Terrence has 50 bucks. <laughs> if I have 50 bucks, Sean has 50 bucks. You know, and that's that's just kind of my mindset about it. Um, just just being faithful and just if you can be there for somebody, be there for them. Because that's your friend. That being said, Terrence calls me and says, Hey man, I just shot and killed a guy. Well, dude. Um, you might need to call the police. <laughs> I am not helping you hide that body. <laughs> we are not going to jail together. <laughs> but um, but from a realistic standpoint, um, I just need an alibi. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, you can call me. There's plenty of woods, man. There's plenty of woods. Right. But uh, just a friend. Just just being a faithful, dedicated person to someone. Got you. All right, Sean, what you think? Oh man, you see me over here. I'm, 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 I'm stroking my beard. I'm been thinking about this one, um, and I guess, well, so there was a there was an old Chinese proverb, and this is gonna sound like I'm echoing um, Terrence a bit, but there's there's a Chinese proverb that I read in the bottom of an old Reader's Digest book um, that said, "A true friend is a person that knows all your flaws and likes you anyway." And as soon as I saw that, it was something that I decided to take and say, okay, that 
is who I want to be. That's I'm a pattern that after because I looked at it and it it really defined you know and, and when we're talking about this particular thing, like I said, it defined to me what I felt like a friend should be. It should be open minded. You should be able to be um, if you're open minded. If you can accept your friends as they are, your people as they are around you. That's like you you can. You can let that friendship thrive the way it's supposed to because you're not being judgmental. I think that's what I was trying to build up to, to get to. I'm not, I don't judge you guys. You guys, in return, don't judge me. We don't judge each other. I have a very open-minded friendship. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> see you down there, Rhino. It's okay. <laughs> um, but at least you don't tell me you judge me. And that, that'll work too. <laughs> that'll work too. But um, <laughs> either way, you still accept me and we still call ourselves friends. And I'm going to tell you, you know, until y'all say we ain't, we always going to be friends. As a matter of fact, if you want to, you tell me that we ain't, I'm, I'm still going to consider you a friend, even though you may not respect me as a friend anymore. So, um, but that's that open-mindedness, that non-judgmentalness, on on my friends' flaws, I think is the quality that I will always want to bring to to friendship. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so I guess I'll jump in a little bit. So, what do I think about me makes me a good friend? Uh, number one, I'm a vault. If you tell me something, it don't go no further than me. I will keep your secrets. I will keep your fears. I will keep your hopes and dreams. And I feel like I also try to back you. Like one of the things that I try to do is regardless of how you may be feeling, I'm going to try to add a plus one to the, to the positive side. I'm going to try to make you laugh. I'm going to try to (laughs) try to do something to get you in a good mood. Uh, I would like to believe that I am a good friend. And one of the good things about it is I feel that in different ways, I pull a little bit from each one of my friends. You know, like everybody is like each one of you in some way, shape or form is an example for me to be a good friend. Like I want to be as, as giving as Rhino or I want to be as confident as Terrence or I want to be as capable as Sean you know in in things as far as being a friend and I think that we all have this agreement that and I think we've even spoken about it at times where if we don't say that we've fallen out we're still good like if we don't whether we speak to each other every other day or every week or we don't see each other for 10 years like if if 10 years went by and we didn't say anything to each other and it's all of a sudden 2030 we're still cool right uh, yeah <laughs> until someone actually Absolutely. says you know what i hate your guts i don't i can't stand you uh, i get out of my life and then i'm still gonna be like Yo, what did I do? <laughs> like, like, are you sure? Can yeah, we still talk right, about this? Right. But anyway, <laughs> man, like, die, 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 die a hard death. And I'm like, are you sure? But I think we can still talk yeah, about it, right? I, we're still friends. I'm still your friend. <laughs> I want you to die. I'm still your friend. We still cool, though. man. Talk to you whenever you ready. Die, die. <laughs> See you next week. You know, like, when you were talking. <laughs> I heard it like just as plain as day. I don't know if y'all remember that Alicia Keys song, Diary. You called yourself a vault, but I heard the lyrics to Diary in my head as you were talking. I will... I won't tell your secrets. Think of me as the pages in your diary. I was like, that's what this dude is saying without saying it. But that song just paralleled what you were saying so perfectly to me. I was like, "That's, that's my dog. I don't know if you can see, but I'll I'll listen to it and rocking with it in my head, but I don't I don't want to sing it, you know, and embarrass myself. <laughs> On that telepathy, I'm not bad at it. I wasn't gonna try and yes. sing it at all. Not happening. Yeah, because that dude that was singing with Alicia Keys, he was singing anyway, right? 
But hey, let's let's continue the conversation. Let's talk about like we're all friends and we've known each other for a considerable amount of time. And I think that we've all known that as you get older, it gets a little bit more difficult to meet good friends. Right? Right. What do you consider a good friend? And in addition to that, also, what could make someone a bad friend? So that's kind of a long double question. So I will... <laughs> anybody want to go first? Because I know I, that's probably a, a, a stomper right there. Well, when I when I lived in Mississippi, I lived there for eight years, and I worked at a hotel for five of those eight years. And I made friends with the people that I worked with. But I realized at the end of the day, these aren't really my friends. They're just workplace proximity associates, <laughs> if nothing else. And um, I'm still in contact with, well, I'm still in contact with a lot of them through social media. You know, we're Facebook friends or Twitter friends, but that's about the extent. But um, the one, there's one girl that I kind of befriended. And I think, I think if I did things right and I made proper, clear headed decisions, we could probably even be married today. But it didn't work out. It didn't work that way. And plus, I have this, this thing about, um, I have this thing about age when it comes to dating. I don't like her wanting to be too young. I don't like her to be too old. Uh, but um, she kind of fell up along that that young spectrum. But um, she was a she was a good girl. I hope her the best. But just just yes, just the other day, um, she posted. She made a post on Facebook. You know, wishing me happy birthday. <laughs> it's hard for me to explain, but the way that she spelled it out, <laughs> I could hear her voice, and I know that was a genuine. Happy birthday, Rhino. <laughs> but um, I think she's a good friend. Um, I, I know she's a she's a person of quality, not just in her behavior, but the way she carries herself. Um, she's um, super professional, but um, she's she she can also be quirky and fun. But um. I think she's a good friend, even though we haven't really talked in years. And I don't know, but um, even 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 then, still, I had people that I knew. We were friendly, but I I'm hard pressed to say that we're friends. I'm hard pressed to say that I could call them up and be like, "Hey, real quick, I need fifty bucks. <laughs> Can you hook me up? I'll pay you back." You know, I, I'll. I, I I just know that I wouldn't I wouldn't ask them that. But then you're talking to a guy or listening to a guy that has had trouble in the past believing that my friends are in fact my friends. So I personally have that trouble finding out that where that line is. Is this person really my friend? Until they prove otherwise, obviously. Now to speak on the other side of that question what makes somebody a bad friend, I would say someone who doesn't respect your boundaries. You know, um, someone who, oh, I'm a vault, but they're open to everybody. <laughs> You're the worst vault ever. <laughs> can't, can't just, okay, we had a conversation. I share something with you in confidence. Don't go tell the rest of the city. That's not a vault. That's a revolving door. (laughs) (laughs) But um, just someone who just has no respect. And and what would what what would make you connect to that person? Um, I've I've been friendly with people in the past, and as soon as they showed me who they were, then I realized, oh. Well, I'm still friendly towards this person, 
I'll be a friend to this person, but I understand that this person isn't my friend. So I'm gonna go ahead and keep that that door closed. And when they're ready to be a friend, then fine. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put myself in a position to be hurt and or damaged by them. Okay. So I sorry, didn't mean to cut you off, Mr. Host. I was just listening to everything Ronald said. And when you asked the question originally, I immediately started thinking through it backwards. Meaning I was thinking about an example of a bad friend first. And then the second half being what makes me a good friend. And the reason I thought about it backwards because when the topic first came to mind, I was really thinking about a kind of bad friend situation. And in that situation, I have an acquaintance and I've known him for a long time, but the friendship isn't equally yoked. And it really hasn't been equally yoked majority of the time we've been friends you know Rhino used the example of if I needed 50 bucks and he had it I have 50 bucks and the situation I'm thinking of if that individual needed something they had it but when it comes to things that I need I'm still in need so respecting boundaries is definitely a sign of a bad friend also being too self-centered because a friendship is a two-way street you know you have to give some you have in order to get some you kind of give and take and balance each other out but if it's too one-sided and that's in either direction whether it's me being too needy or the person being too needy it's never equal so that creates a bad friendship and those things really stuck out to me because I started having to be introspective and thinking to myself well am I doing something to impact this friendship not being equal and imbalanced and kind of bad and I had to answer it with a yes because sometimes for me I'm a person who has always had you guys for a long time as my friend circle now that we're grown and have moved apart and distanced ourselves somewhat and just kind of lived life we're not in the same proximity so for me sometimes having a friend in proximity is important and I have found myself at times having friends in via proximity that weren't necessarily the best or in balance and I've been in imbalanced friendships. So some of my neediness for a friend nearby creates a bad friendship. And that's just me taking ownership of my part of it. Now, in regards to the other individual, their need is they need to be the center of attention. They need to be the focal point. They need to be the one who's kind of the topic of conversation whenever we get together it's usually on their time at their place and kind of doing things centered around them and not necessarily so much the other way around so that imbalance creates a little tension not like button heads where we're fighting but it creates a little tension and it's just not comfortable and easy and just relaxed so that's why where bad friendships come for me and that's how I would define it another thing that I feel like makes me a good friend sometimes to my detriment based on what I've been saying is the fact that I try to be accommodating I try to kind of welcome people of differing opinions and thoughts and you know perspectives because I like to try and learn about people I like to learn about different things because one of the things I'm learning about myself 
throughout this journey called life is that I like to bring people together. And I can't bring people together if I don't know about you. So knowing that about myself, I like to try and welcome varying types of personalities so I can get to know varying types of personalities and then use that information to pair them with other people who are seeking them and just kind of you need somebody who can work on roofs my neighbor's a roofer kind of thing so that's I think another skill set I possess in terms of being a good friend trying to be one to connect people so yeah, I, I I love it. So networking basically is, is what you're kind of talking about when it comes down to that. And I'm I'm going to vouch for that. You 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 know I can tell that in you. Um, you will go that extra mile, you know, to try to connect someone to the right people from that standpoint. I'm gonna have to start going before you, Terrence, because a lot of times you will, me and you, we piggyback off of each other. I feel like I'm riding on your shoulders because every time I open up. Mike, I'm like the piggyback on what Terrence said, or I'm pointing at them. Like, is that why my back I'm, hurts? Yeah. <laughs> that's that's probably part of it. Yes, that's probably most likely that's actually part of it. I'm all on your shoulders, dog. I really am. But um, <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. You can say it. Um, but I was gonna say this as far as what makes a good friend to me, and it's something I struggle with myself i always have to check myself for it it's something that has been mentioned in our group before amongst each other but not on this forum so i'm gonna go ahead and run with this one which is and i had to sit here and think about it and try to find the words for it accountability accountability is a big deal for me actually having us keep up with each other the friendship you know and accountability doesn't necessarily mean a, a time frame necessarily you know tony touched on it a little bit when he was saying even through distance, even through 10 years or whatever the case may be, we still friends. But you can't, that it, it's the accountability of your friends to not let the friendship, you know, go away. My friendship, your, you guys' friendship is important to me and it has to be the same in the whole way for the friendships to continue. If I, It can't be that your friendship is important to me but my friendship isn't important to you. I'm gonna feel that, that's gonna have an effect and we're gonna wind up fading away because I'm going to be real sensitive to the fact that, okay, you know, they're important to me. I'm trying to, to stay right here, but it's like, if I fade, then they're gone because my friendship isn't important to them. And that is something I've ran into with other folks people that I've wanted to be friends with or try to it's like it's one-sided I'm struggling trying to be their friend or trying to say okay your friendship's important to me but they really could care less one way or the other and so we're we drift apart in the eventually so to piggyback also too on what makes a bad friend in my opinion I was going to say and and again Terrence touched on a little bit but I was going to put it into one word which is selfishness and you know tony touched on a little bit neil y'all touched on it from the standpoint of like when we talk about this money thing we're not to just use money anything that if it's one-sided and you're being selfish you can see everything that you see and as me as your friend i can see everything that you see i'm trying to help you when you're doing something and you're trying to help you when you're doing something when i'm doing something i'm on the line <laughs> you know what i mean when i'm doing something i'm out here by myself I don't have the same connect, you know, if I need something, I'm, I'm stuck. You know, you're looking at me going, yeah, sure wish I could do that too. Anyway, I need this and I need a quarter oil and I need something. It's, it's not gonna work. You, your mindset, if you got tunnel vision. So that's, that's another thing for me is the selfishness makes a bad one. Accountability makes a good one. And uh, so that, that's my answer to that question. Okay, pretty cool. Okay, so I guess I'll jump in. I want to somewhat respond or reflect back on something I heard Terrence said when he mentioned that he felt that he was a bad friend. I won't say that you were a bad friend. I look at you more as being a good friend to a bad person. And that happens. You could 
be giving good quality friendship just to a person that doesn't respect or appreciate it. So jumping off of that, I would say my number one thing for a bad friend is respect or lack thereof and appreciation or lack thereof. A bad friend doesn't respect or appreciate you, doesn't respect your time, doesn't respect what you got to do and doesn't appreciate it. And what they'll do is they'll put their wants and needs out there and without really taking consideration of what it's taking from you. Because the, the reality is, is that any relationship is a give and take, a yin and yang, a push and pull. All of them are. Friendships, uh, parenting, marriages, all of them have push and pull. So if someone is needing something, they're taking. Or if someone is wanting something from you, they're absorbing. Like there has to be a respect. Like even if it seems that it's nothing to the person, just because you ask a baker for a slice of bread doesn't mean that they're not giving you something. You're right. Just because it's something that they're good at or something that they seem to have an abundance of, that doesn't mean that it's, hey, it's okay if I just take that from them. No, it, it doesn't doesn't work that way. You have to re- put the respect in, and I'll use the example of a baker again. Like, okay, you may just think that you just took a slice of bread from a baker. Oh, they have plenty. Yes, but okay, how long did this baker learn how to bake? How many years? How much study? How much time? How much effort? How many sleepless nights? How many burnt loaves of bread did they bake before they made that one good loaf that you took that one slice of bread from? And you got to put that all into consideration when you take from someone. So I'll leave it at that. I'll say a bad friend doesn't respect or doesn't appreciate you as much. And that would kind of lead to what a good friend does. A good friend does respect you, does appreciate you, does value you. And one of the things I like about a good friend is they don't try to change you, right? They accept you where, who, when, how you are. All all the H's and all the W's. <laughs> they, re- they, re- they respect all of that. And they understand you, even if you're not where you once was or where they think you should be. They don't try to put you in a box, you know, and try to say, hey, hey, you're, you're a parent. You need to be doing this, this, and this. Hey, you're single. You need to be doing this, this, and this. Hey, you're you're a Christian. You need to be doing this, this, and this. Hey, you're a Muslim. You need to be doing this, this, and this. You know, and they don't try to limit you according to some some blueprint or some cookie cutter, you know, characterization. But I I just say that I'm glad to have good friends that appreciate me for who I am and what I am because I'm a weirdo and I admit it. (laughs) 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 And it's nice to know that the weirdo is welcome and doesn't have to stop being weird. (laughs) Okay, so I'm on a music kick tonight because now I'm hearing that 21 Pilots song. All my friends are heathens, you know? So, you know, that's what... (laughs) That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, join the clan. No shade, just saying. Oh, please. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate it. Okay, so (laughs) I'm going to take this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Rhino. Right. I was just about to say, I, I, Terrence kind of hinted on it, but as much as if I need help, I'll ask for it. But there's a lot of times that I refuse to impose upon anybody. Like I was, I was homeless for like nine months, and I never once reached out to anybody. I reached out to, I reached out to a, a family, but I didn't really reach out to um, you guys. And somebody helped me out, but um, it was just a, it was just a rough time. The economy was, and everything just kind of, nobody, everybody was laying off, nobody was hiring. It was just a bad, bad time, and I made some bad decisions in terms of um, finding employment but um, I still have a hard time imposing myself 
this past <laughs> so my birthday was last week <laughs> um i made a post on facebook um you know i'm making all these posts about every every year by my birthday let's uh help this organization out why don't somebody help me out <laughs> i needed some cash that day so oh, I, I i put a post up with my cash app asking people to help me out but i limited it to like a dollar or five dollars because I wasn't, I didn't really want to impose. And I didn't think anybody was going to do anything. My cousin did that once. I put 20 bucks in there and she wasn't expecting it to work. <laughs> I gave her 20 bucks. Then I woke up, I had 12 bucks in my cash app and I was like, whoa, okay. Well, I guess someone's going to eat today. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, um, the 12 bucks was enough. I immediately went back and I changed the post and I thank everybody that, that helped out, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that all the time. I, I really don't like imposing myself upon people like that. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I remember that post and I saw it, and I thought to myself, I'm glad he did it. You know, because I know you and I've known you for years and I understand everything that you're saying to be true because I think that's one of the things that we all kind of have in common. None of us are really comfortable, even amongst each other, asking for help with big things. But I saw it and I said, okay, he didn't come to us with that. And I say us because I'm not going to take that on, on my shoulders alone because you know we're a group we like Voltron up in this piece so um when I saw it I was like I feel some type but you know what I'm not gonna give him grief because I know him even putting it out there was not easy so but I was sure about to mention it just now because I was thinking as you were talking but then you shared it and I was like okay I did the right thing that was my confirmation right (laughs) But we good. Okay, I, I wanna, one more thing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Somebody dropped a hundred bucks in my in my in my cash app. It was yeah. my sister because she owes me two hundred dollars, and she gave me one hundred of that. <laughs> so I was okay. like, oh, okay, okay, okay. yeah, okay. Hey. I, I, when I when I when I when I I give the people, <laughs> I I try not to. I I I want to do it in a way that. Um, like if I if I lend someone two hundred bucks, I try not to give anybody any amount of money that I'm not willing to just give them and just you can just have it. Don't even worry about paying me back. And I've told plenty of people, don't even worry about paying me back because I know people get amnesia. I know what happens. I experience the same thing, you know. So I don't want to impose upon people like that. I would rather you just have it. Just it's, it's no big deal. I'll make it again. You know, cause that that way I, I'm sparing myself of any hearts. You know, that fool owed me twenty bucks. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to have those feelings towards anybody. I still want to be be able to to be friends and approach them. But hey, how are you doing? Um, I had a guy. I I helped him out. He was he's he's a vet. He was um well he's a combat vet. And he was kind of having a hard time, and um, I helped him get a job. Um, I loaned him some money. I don't remember how much. And I was like, hey, man, don't even worry about it. And he was like, I'm going to pay you back. And I was like, okay, just whatever, man. Don't even worry about it. And I don't think I ever even went back to him. It was like, hey, you got that money? You know, and I'm pretty sure I went through some rough times. But um, eventually he came back and was like, hey, here's that money I owed you. And I was like, really? Okay. You know, it, it was just such a weird situation for me. But um, um, he paid me back. He's doing good now. He's working in an, um, in one of our churches in Seattle. He's he's doing a lot better now. But at the time, he was just kind of going through one of those um, those PTSD kind of states. And I'm I'm glad I was able to help him out. So it just is what it is. All being a blessing, man. Yes, indeed. Okay. I want to follow up that because there's a pattern of people that are giving that have a hard time receiving and they have a hard time asking for help 
the people that are normally first on everyone's list to call normally don't pick up the phone to make the calls themselves and that's something that we and I say we because I'm included because darn if I don't call them (laughs) 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 but I'll say that's something that we all need to break out of because I think what happens a lot of times is that when you're that person for other people you don't realize how quickly someone will come to your rescue if you actually make the call right like you've already generated so much goodwill out there that you don't even realize like if you did send up that signal flare if you did send up that bad signal who would actually show up like you think that you're gonna I'm about to about to go into Nerdville, but you think you're gonna be Captain America fighting Thanos by yourself, and the Avengers are just gonna assemble behind you? <laughs> you know, to to your left, Cap, to your left, exactly. you know, on your left, <laughs> on your left. keep on, on big. Shoulder, shoulder, shoulder jerk. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Wakanda forever. But, fellas, I think this is a good moment to take a pause. We're just going to pause for just a moment while we hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back. Thank you for your patience as we resume conversation with the men in confidence. We're returning to the subject of friends. And there was a point that was laid in the first half coming from Rhino about insecurities that he's had in the past in coming to friends, approaching them, and asking for help or just having insecurity with friends as a whole. I want to throw that on the table to see what everybody feel like. Can anyone think of an instance where they have been insecure with a friend or even better, why do you think you have insecurities coming to your friends? I, um, well, shoot, I'll pick this one up. <laughs> unless you unless you want to grab it, Ryan, you, you, you can get it again. You good? You got it. Well, no, I'm just, I'm, I'll just go pick it up, and, and again, like I said, I, I, I think I want to run in here <laughs> before I wind up echoing somebody, um, and, and just say that I know for me, what's, what's always messed me up is just the, and, and making that feeling insecure going to my friends is the weakness standpoint of it. You know, you want to be there for, for other people. Like I want to be that person that's able to be there for my friends and things like that but it's harder for me to swing that circle inward and admit that hey I got an issue I need some folks to be there like for me it's you know in our mind asking for help as and and I guess it's a black man theory thing it turns into like okay it translates into weakness so to speak and even though you know you guys are some of my closest friends so that is what helps me drum that out from you know doing it with regular folk with regular folks I may not ask them at all I will ask you all my my, my homies because I'm like hey these are my friends and these guys you know I know aren't going to judge me but I have to go through that speech with myself to say these guys aren't going to judge me you, you, you know you've all been through things these guys all know you've been through things and they're not going to judge you with it but it's a self talk then, then I can go hey guys I, I might need some assistance man I <coughs> Somebody, somebody spot me a twenty for fuel. Somebody, uh, <laughs> somebody, somebody hit me up here so I can do this or do that. So that's where that's where I'm at with it. It's it's the it's the vulnerability that it that it creates with me. That's a good point, Sean. I I I want to follow that up. I remember after I joined the Marine Corps and I was home for thirty days when I got back from Okinawa, Japan. Uh, I met with my dad and I took him to his favorite restaurant and 
I just want to, to show this man that look, I'm a man now. I don't need you. <laughs> well, not in that blatant way. I just just wanted to be independent, and I wanted to show that I was independent. And um, but that was at the beginning of my manhood. I had no idea that between um, 20 and 45, the, the valleys and the, and the mountaintops that I would have to travel. One of those valleys was I found myself uh, unable to pay my bills, laid off, homeless, and I had to ask somebody for money. I really hate asking for money. I absolutely hate it. But I had to learn that you know, sometimes you gotta ask somebody for help. And you just gotta suck up that pride and ask. And I decided that I would do that. Only under one condition is that that person let me pay them back. I pay them back double. And most people don't want to do that. You know, uh, my roommate helped me out until I couldn't get my car out of the shop. He helped me out, got out of the shop, and as soon as I got the money, I paid him back twice as much. And he forced me to take half of that back. So, but, dude, but uh, I just, I don't like to be a burden on people. Okay, so not to necessarily chime in on what Rhino's saying, but my thoughts on the subject would be, for one, I feel like it's hard for me to ask my friends for help because I'll say it, I don't come from a well-off or well-to-do background, and it's hard enough for me to bring myself to even consider asking family for something so that's like in my core the place that you would want to turn to first is your family but I don't feel comfortable doing that so then that shifts to my friends but that carries an extra weight of how do I ask my friends for something I can't bring to my family and I would imagine they're not thinking this but I think that you guys may be thinking it. Well, did he ask check with his people's first why is he asking me don't he have other folks he can call on and again I know that that's probably not what you're thinking but for me something internal says for me to be asking friends for assistance is out of order because I didn't go through family first and then it's even more out of order because the point that we've all kind of touched on is we feel like we're supposed to be men and should be able to just kind of handle it on our own anyway so it's out of order okay that's pretty good comments I, I want to join in with about two things so the, the first thing is I feel like okay this is kind of a stupid man thing but it's like before I ask for help I, got, I gotta try something else I gotta try one more thing like I ain't done yet you know <laughs> it's, it's like it's like admitting, admitting failure right. right like I got another trick I got something else. Like, give me, give me five minutes. I'm going to think of something. It's, it may be off the wall. It may be risky, but I'm going to think of something before I call somebody else for help. And that's a little bit of pride. Some, some of it is just plain and simple. <sighs> I'm too proud to ask for help. Some, some of it is as clean and simple as that. But there's also a wrinkle in it of this that. I know who my friends are and I know what kind of friends they are and this is probably a wrinkle that a lot of people don't have to deal with because they may not have and I'm trying not to big up anybody here but I'll go ahead and do it right now I'm going to big up my friends right now because one of the things that I feel that a lot of people don't have is friends that they can call on 
and friends who will respond and act in that occasion. And when you have friends like that, it kind of makes you not want to do that. Because if I say, and I don't want to just bring money into it, but I'll use money as an example. If I say, hey, fellas, I need $100. My fear or my concern is not that I'm not going to get a response. My concern is that I'm going to have people hustling trying to find $100. And me knowing my friends, I know that they may take out of their own pocket off of their own table in order to sacrifice for me. Like, let's say that all of us are going through a struggle and I say I need something. They will see that and they, in their struggle, would find a way to wrangle up that $100 and send to me even if they were already $100 in a hole for something else themselves and that's one of the things that I try to take into consideration when I ask for that I want to make sure I want to make sure that I have exhausted every possible process thought every possible thing I could do before I ask for help because I know that if I ask the right people for it I'm actually going to get it but the question is is what did they have to give up in order to, to help me? Because let, let, let's 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 be real, ain't none of us rich. <laughs> none of us rich. Last I checked, it's still 2020. Last I checked, it's still a pandemic. Last I checked, Trump is still in office. Uh, so some of us are working in weird situations at home. Uh, some of us are going to work in the middle of dangerous situations and it's like I don't want to put anything else on people I care about unless I'm absolutely out of options I, I don't want to do it unless I'm exhausted at the same time you can't wait that long because you might <laughs> you might wait too late <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, I'll go ahead and leave it at that it's, it's just a combination it's pride on one side but it's also concern for those who have your back on the other Right. I like that. It's, it's been, and basically to also, I guess to help it, you know, to say you, you're not trying to take advantage of anybody, you know what I'm saying? And, and I get you, I get you completely on that one. I didn't, I like that angle on it. Cause that is something that, that people who don't want to use your friends when you know, you got good friendships, when your friendships are solid, that's, that's things that everybody's thinking about. Like, you know, I don't want to be the one keep coming to my friends from that standpoint. That's where you were saying you exhaust all your other efforts. You actually think about what's going on with them. I actually, I mean, just real quick, I just went through a situation where there's a young guy, there's a young man, and we're not even on a level where we're friends, but you get into this feeling where you know, like, all right, this cat's going to try to take advantage of me. I have never thought about asking somebody for money. If you... If you give me $20 and I haven't given you that $20 back, I'm not asking you for $21. I'm not asking you for $5. Most likely, I'm not going to ask you for anything. Now, I might do it. You guys are my friends, so I know that. And I know if I get in tough spots, I might could ask y'all. But on the average, I ain't going to do that. Somebody done already did that to me. They took money. They got money. And like Ryan will say, like sometimes when you have a little more, you're concerned about a person or whatever the case may be, you might give a little more if you see them and that you was in a spot. All right, I get you out of that. And we're only talking $10, $15, something to that level. You know, like Ryan said a little bit earlier, you know, don't give nobody anything that you might be can't do without. You know what I'm saying? So, and now to go back to Tony's point, I would do that for y'all. I ain't gonna do it for the average person. In this case, might have, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He right. Maybe put that milk how many do you need both of those milks we need almond milk and the two percent because i gotta send tony some <laughs> so let's just get the almond milk put the two percent back <laughs> and we'll have a little extra so i can send my boy but um you know yeah i just went through that situation man my man hit me and like i can't hear from him couldn't hear from him until he needed something and then when he needed something you know he borrowed i gave to him whatever and he hit me right back again for it. And you know how you, you have to be on guard real fast. Like, oh, well, that's going to drop. That's that's done. <laughs> I, I have, Whether I have it or not. And I hate that. I hate to have it because I'm blessed. And if a person's in need. But at the same time, if you, I, I can't let you take advantage of me either. That's, that's not going to happen. That's true. You got you to 
got to learn some responsibility. You got to learn to take care of yourself. Something that Terrence said to me years ago. Uh, I think we were both in the Marine Corps at the time. And uh, he told me something that his sergeant or someone that he knew in his unit said to him. You know, because I was complaining about not having money. And he was like, what are you doing? You get it. You save it or something to that effect. I don't know if he remembers that or not. You got enough money. You got to save your money. You got to stack your chips. And um, I'm doing my best to stack what I can, but uh, I have so many options. But uh, at the same time, um, I don't want to be a burden to someone, but I'm definitely not going to let somebody be a burden. If I lend you 20 bucks and you owe me 20 bucks, you can't come and borrow another 20 bucks. What you do with the last one? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, that's crazy that you mentioned that because I do actually remember uh, Sergeant Mark told me that, man. He was like, P, what are you doing with your money? And I had to stop and think for a second. I was like, well, payday. I mean, I don't know, really. I'm in the barracks, so it's not like I'm paying bills and stuff. But, you know, after I tried to look out for family and got some stuff for them i'm just buying food here and there just you know buying some sneakers buying just random stuff i see something and i want it and i got it in my pocket i'm gonna get it and just not really keeping account of it or anything like that so yeah definitely you want to be responsible and kind of take care of your priorities first but at the same time tony makes a good point in this group Y'all can consider yourselves priorities because, yeah, I may have to put back some almond milk or, you know, <laughs> put back my, uh, whatever, Starbucks coffee this week and be like, yo, I know my man needs a little something. Let me slide it that way. I'll do without it for a couple days and then we'll be good. One thing I notice is that the people that are the most giving are the ones that are hardest to ask for help. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that always happens. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Like, the, the folks that are normally there to rescue rarely call for the ambulance themselves. <laughs> They'll bleed out before they actually call for help. That's, that's noble and stupid at the same time. <laughs> noble to a fault, baby. That's exactly what it is. It's noble to a fault. You're right. Cause you got so many people lined up that you help as willing to help you. You're right. Like don't don't martyr yourself over something. You're right. But let's let's move on. Okay. So we've been friends for an extended period of time. And we've came come together a long time ago, ages past. Do you make friends? now like how do you make friends in today in 2020 can you make a friend in 2020 oh I'll even add another wrinkle to that can you make a friend close to the caliber of friend that you've had in the past I believe you can so my particular situation I left the military I went to Boston Center School A lot of the people that I went to school with, um, we're still really close. We're still close associates. Um, the ones that um, you know, that I can manage, manage to be in good contact with, even some of the ones that have gone on and moved to other places, we still kind of communicate here and there. Um, but one of those friends that I met, um, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. I actually. Friend today. In fact, he's my roommate right now. He's one of my roommates. 
I even know the other two guys Sure, this house was owned by another guy, which is the seminary school. He and his wife moved out of Texas. He, I think he moved out of Texas and he rents the house out to us. So, um, we're still friends today. I mean, we, we've been through quite a bit. Um, but still, they're not this circle. <laughs> but still, they're still friends. So for me, I want to say it's been a little tough. You know, I can honestly say that I've only made like one good friend. Still not this circle, like Rhino said, but I mean, he's a good dude. And, you know, our friendship is pretty solid. But even in that, you know, you guys have set a really high bar. So trying to match that is going to be tough for anybody. And um, this guy in particular that I'm talking about actually met Sean last time Sean came down to visit. And like I said, he's good peoples, but he didn't quite. It's almost like the thing that uh, Six Entertainer said, you know, that curl ain't quite curl all the way. They ain't quite, quite come around. So that's just just, just, just right. They it's, yes, it's off. So and I don't know why that is, but that's how things have been for me. Need a little activator. <laughs> <laughs> just need a, just a, a couple of spritzes to get them to get them to come around. Just to get that curl to to get where it's supposed to be right there yeah man i, I um I, I... go ahead Sean. go ahead go ahead ryan i don't know go ahead, go ahead. Well, i'm sorry i can't help but not think about hollywood shuffle <laughs> he took it oh and yeah away. He was like, <laughs> no, no 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 man please don't please don't <laughs> he's pouring it out and his jericho's getting smaller and smaller <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i remember that part but um I was just going to jump in and say, like, you know, I mean, my answer to that question is probably a little bit harder. I'm going to say no. Like, it's it's really, really difficult. It's a little bit more difficult for me. And, you know, it's and I'm going to steal from you, Tony, before you say it, basically because there's a part of me that's spoiled. There's a part of me that's less tolerant. I'm getting older. Uh, And and like Terrence said, the bar is set. That's what I mean by spoiled. I'm spoiled by my friends. My, I know what true friendship is. This is my example. I've got true friends. So when you don't meet this level, uh, I'm sitting over here judging, going, see, see, you falling short. There you go. Mm-hmm. This is what I need right here. And you ain't it. We're associates. That's what that is. That's what you become then at that point in time frame. I, I, I'm just spoiled. I'm a little bit more, like I said, I'm a little bit more judgmental. I'm also a little bit more careful. Things have happened. I've been in other friendships trying to recreate. Yes, I, I'm going to say this. One thing I like about Neil, he's one of the, and all of us, first of all, your friends' uh, attitudes should align with yours. We all got big hearts. Neil's got the biggest heart out of all of us. His answer about being able to create another friendship, having the willingness to, having other friendships of that of that magnitude, that doesn't surprise me at all. He's got the biggest heart, the least judgment out of all of us, and things like that. And, you know, so, and, and just a real cool guy, easy to make friends with. All of you are. But I, I know for me, over time, <laughs> over trying some of those friends, over after a while, it starts to get like, you know what? y'all getting on my nerves and my nerves is getting real thin <laughs> and i don't want no more friends you know what i already got a core four or core five core seven actually we could extend this thing out because there's there's still several friends that we when you talk about talking with people seeing people you ain't seen in 15 years and you start talking like we still at the bell tower over at the high school yo we we still got a, a extended circle we could do that with so yeah I, I'm, I'm spoiled i'm judgmental and and my tolerance is too low uh, it, it's real hard. It's going to be difficult. You have to come up to to the bar of this circle to be considered what I consider to be a true friend. I, I might be able to visualize your heart. I might be able to see where you are from that standpoint. You can be an associate of mine, but a true friend, mm, that's hard. 
I think it's a little bit difficult. I don't think it's impossible to make new friends. I think it's a little bit difficult when you trying to make a friend and when you hold them up against people that have been battle tested for 20 years. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what like, I'm saying. Like That's what I'm saying. Like You'll be good. Yeah, you'll be good for, for what, three years? Congratulations, <laughs> you know. Yay, you know, whoop de doo for you. You know. <laughs> Call you know? me in 10 more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's see what you stand. Three years. Yeah. Like, you don't even three. you don't even know the second level secrets yet. Like you don't even know the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't know where the bones are buried, man. That's exactly. You don't know where the bodies are buried yet. That's like, exactly. Like I got dudes that know where the bones are buried. There ain't no map. We just know. We all know <laughs> where the bones are buried. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Good description. But <laughs> but all in all, I think it is possible. I think it's a little bit more difficult in today's day and age because everybody's so quick fast in a hurry everything's so fast paced and everything's so over analyzed you know like I don't want to talk too much to this person I don't want to talk not enough to this person you know you, like everything's just so so difficult like it's just so difficult like there's so many rules where I just feel like it's not as hard as people make it out to be like be, be be forward, be truthful, you know, don't fake who you are, and find your crowd. <laughs> <laughs> but three of those things, people just don't excel in, Tony. <laughs> like the first three of the things that you said is, is what's the hardest part for you to get people to excel in from that standpoint, man. Uh, <laughs> like, that first one, I was like, wait a minute, that's what people do. Everybody's wearing a mask these days. I'm, Man, I'm talking you about asking. Not Rona. Not a Rona mask. There's another mask. They're wearing a mask in 2019. I'm a nice person. Really? Nice person, man. You're right. Really? All right. What did Fuji say? We all wear a mask, but how long will they last? Uh oh. Uh oh. All right. Right. Shout out All to right, the Fuji's. Call the town, the beast is loose. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I, 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 oh I was goodness. sitting over here thinking, ooh, la, la, la. But I wasn't going to do it until he went there. So, I, I, I'm not going to say no Fuji songs because I, I have a few favorites. <laughs> Who does it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Now, I, it, it's something I know this isn't quite a Fuji song, but you know, a Wyclef <laughs> when he when he does go into November. I love that. Why? Oh, why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that part. Oh, why? But anyway. but anyway, fellas, I think we've had a pretty good session. Indeed. Anything Indeed. else anyone wants to add on before we say our. Goodbyes, good mornings, good evenings, good afternoons. Um, I would just say, real talk, do your best to be a good person and a friend to another person. If you want real friends, you got to be willing to be a real friend. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> oh, oh. oh my bad, that's the TikTok version. If you do a party. <laughs> so we started from the bottom, now we here now. <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't kicked the TikTok version? Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, yeah. I know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> so sure. Go along with what Terrence was saying. Or, or to add to it. I'm trying to take away from anything, but don't be afraid to be guarded because, to whatever degree, you do have to guard yourself against the, the vampires that can come and try to suck you dry. Make friends, but you know, you've got to make sure that 
is this person offended material? Because they're not, then you need to get out of there. It just is what it is. Okay, so the lesson for the day is be open, but be closed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Or, yeah. or, or be open, but have security at the gates. Indeed. <laughs> yes, I like that one. Yes. But anyway, we would like to... We've come to the end of our session for Men in Confidence. We'd like to thank everyone for their time and energy. Uh, please follow us on our social media, Instagram. Uh, Twitter. Twitter, thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I got your back, uh, homie. Yeah, this is like, why we help each other. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter. Nothing's been posted on Instagram yet, but hey, look forward to it. And be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Share Follow with your friends. Share with your friends or your soon-to-be friends or your old <laughs> friends. <laughs> and on that note, I will volley it over to Terrence so we can go ahead and close it out. And as always, thank y'all for coming. God bless you. Good night. Deuce. Peace.